You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 192, Feng Shui Chief Forecast, October 2022. Welcome to episode 192 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach a Feng Shui certification program online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Check us out. We hope you'll join our mailing list. We have special events, special workshops, special courses, special, lots of special stuff for our newsletter subscribers. So if you go to the show notes, there's a link to sign up for our mailing list, or you can simply visit us at mindfuldesignschool.com and scroll to the bottom and sign up for that. So we are approaching, I guess, our 10th monthly chief Mm -hmm. forecast, right? That's right. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? Yeah, Yeah, we started this in January. I know, and we just did our last episode talking about how we um, can really embrace letting go of the fire energy and really bringing Mm -hmm. in an embracing metal element and celebrating our successes. So I think that's something to celebrate that we we feel like Mm -hmm. this, this is something that we enjoy, we're doing. We've tested out lots of things in the past. But we'd love to also hear from the listeners what you guys, if you guys like the chief forecast, our students say they like it, but you know, <laughs> there are students and so they like most of what we do. So we'd love to hear if you are enjoying this. We're really pleased to be doing this for the 10th time, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're going to just jump into the monthly chief forecast for October. For October. And Laura, yeah, Laura's going to start with the key dates and then we'll we'll do our I Ching reading. Mm-hmm and talk about how you can support yourself through based on the energy that we yeah yeah, based on the reading so yeah so we combine what's happening in the cycles of nature around you energetically and then we do a reading so angie's doing an I Ching reading this month so the key dates the solar term and the moon cycles we talk about those at the beginning so the two solar terms for october are one called cold dew, October the 8th. And the other is frost descends or frost's descent, October the 23rd. And we talk about how these names, you know, every month I'm like, oh my gosh, these names are so evocative. They're so beautiful, right? So if you've studied these solar terms in the past, you'll know this, that they really do give you an accurate picture of what's going on. And these were used by farmers. They've been used for, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years in China. And because they're predictable indicators when they've tracked them of shifts in weather, shifts in what happens in their fields with animals and in nature. So if you remember back in September, we had white dew. So cold dew is colder, as it says, it's described cold dew. So it's colder, but there's overall less rain, but the temperature is quite a bit colder we've moved into. In China, it is a time where pomegranates are ripe and cultivated and harvested. And so that's a really big symbol around this time of year as well. In North America, if we were to pick something, it would be pumpkin spice latte season is on, is here. And everything, pumpkins, you know, in North America, pumpkin squash, gourds, pumpkins, pumpkins everywhere come October 1st, you know, right leading up to the end of the month. So pumpkins and then Actually, an interesting one from that is also in Chinese culture at this time are chrysanthemums in China. They drink chrysanthemum wine at this time of year. What's also interesting, because they're very hardy flowers, it makes sense, is 
chrysanthemums or mums are ubiquitous in North America. That's when all of the garden centers are covered. You know, you go and you get your purple mum or your yellow or your mix of, and you put them out front of the home. So there is this connection as well to the time of the year. So it's funny, all of these things that we put out as decoration, right? Because it inspires us. It makes us really connect with this energy. It's really is i mean it's it, it, it's also connected you know across the globe in other um cultures you know there's this kind of cycle that we see so chrysanthemums are again putting them out front bringing that color that's all going to be from october the 8th and then once we get to october the 23rd that's when there's another shift and we start to get into some really strong frost. So for gardeners out there, you understand that there's frost and then there's frost. There's frost where it's hoarfrost or is called, and that's the frost that attaches to the leaves because there's both water in the plant, but also there's a lot of water in the atmosphere, fog and mist, and it creates these really icy crystals. But if the temperature goes below zero, those sensitive plants will freeze. So that water inside the plant freezes. So it is a time when that which has not been harvested and is sensitive will die, will start to die back. But again, we're talking about a metal time, which we're going to go into this metal energy. It's about this cold that comes on this frost, this white frost, which is again metal, is bringing the plants back to the earth. Okay, things are dying back, but it's part of the cycle. Okay, so leaves are falling, plants are returning to the earth and dying back. And then the full moon for this month is often referred to as the hunter moon, and it's October the 9th. The hunter moon is the first full moon following the harvest moon, which is in September. You know, the name comes, I think it's like the 18th century. It's traditionally connected with hunting season. This was the time where hunters would, um, you know, animals were plump from a summer of eating. And, you know, when people lived off the land, it was a time where it was easier to see a deer, right? There's no more leaves on the trees. So now we can see the deer and it's a time when the hunting was at its best. So those are the Overall, the, those are the, the solar terms and the full moon. And then what we bring into that is because, and we literally just finished a podcast, you know, the last podcast, if you listen to that one about the fall equinox and about metal chi, metal energy, this is the chi of October is metal energy in full swing. Okay. Completion, contraction, energy returning to the earth because we are making way for winter which is very still and silent and quiet. So we say this every time, it's not like you flick a switch, right? These things are slow and, you know, they transition slowly, but we're in, we're, we're in that metal, that metal energy, deep in that metal energy. Thank you, Laura. And so this is a very interesting Ching reading that we received. So we asked the Oracle, what does the Holistic Spaces podcast listener community need to hear today to best navigate this energy in October 2022? And we got 61, hexagram 61, which is called insight or innermost sincerity. And it is shun, which is wind, over dway, which is lake. And I think it's well, one thing that's interesting is I, I make notes on when I get some of these hexagrams. And I got this hexagram, actually, for our inner circle call in March. 
So it's interesting because we're we were leaving the winter, and then the same hexagram came up again, except in a different, you know, in a different light than it was then. And so the thing that really stands out to me with hexagram sixty one, innermost sincerity, it's this image of a wind blowing over a lake, and it feels even just thinking about that feels chilly, right? And if we got this in the summer, it would feel cooling. But now that we're getting this for October, it feels like very crisp. And we can imagine that when the wind blows over this lake, the lake is a wide open space, right? It's a big container. And when the wind fills this space, it's still going to look empty, although it's actually full of this invisible energy that is the wind. Wind is something that we cannot see, but we can feel, which is a really great analogy for a lot of what we do in feng shui. You think it's about something you can see, but it's so much more about what you feel. So similarly, this hexagram called innermost sincerity or insight is encouraging us to be more subtle. We don't have to have everything to be seen. Not everything has to be really out there. And you want to offer what you can with sincerity. Because if we have this image of the wind over the lake, there's so much there, but it's very subtle. And it's not seen. But you want to offer everything that you do with sincerity. And when you also look at this from a different aspect, you can think about how in a lot of the Asian martial arts and when we talk about martial arts it does include like karate and these more physical arts but if you really actually start to understand these physical arts they're actually very spiritual and energetic they've just kind of gotten watered down over the years and so when you when you start to examine for instance these martial arts and one of our teachers one of our mentors Stephen Post would teach martial arts to us it's actually really about manipulating and working with chi and working with energy. And there's so much about non-doing. So it's not about like, how can I throw my arm out and push energy out, like give a punch? It's because if you only work from your arm, that's just your arm. Instead, we were taught, how do we bring in earth energy up from the soles of our feet, up through our body? And how do we use our whole body to create this force? And similarly, how can we also if we have an opponent, how do we understand their energy, receive it, and then mirror that power out? So it's about having minimum work, minimum effort, having more ease. So at this time, we really encourage you to look at all of the things that you've worked on this year and start to celebrate those things, start to celebrate the successes you have and to move forward with a little bit more subtleness and to use minimum effort for maximum results. When you do that, you can actually really be able to model for all of the people around you, whether that's a friend, whether that's your children, whether that's your, your students, you can model as a true leader. You can be a true leader and lead others with, again, with that minimal effort and with ease. So I think what we're hearing from the I Ching is like to spend October not trying to exert ourselves and exhaust ourselves, but really start to acknowledge this is a metal season where there's contraction. 
there's returning the energy back to the earth, making way for stillness and silence in winter, and really starting to praise or not celebrate, celebrate subtleness and sincerity. So I think that's a great, that, that to me is very, feels very relaxing. And, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's a little bit of a relief and like from the summer outward energy of do, do, do. It's like, mm-hmm. well, how do we instead receive, right? Yeah. And this visual that I get with this one, when you think about the elements and everything, there's just, a, just without getting into too much of the reading. So, so the Dway is the lake, right? Underneath. And then yes, Shun is wind. But shun is also wood element and lake is obviously water, but it's a very beautiful, reflective, almost like a mirror, right? That's what the Dway water is. And then the tree is a big tree that's over the water. So it's almost like the tree is creating shade for the water. It's, you know, keeping the water cool, but also the lake is feeding the tree. So, and then there's this image of, which I think we, I just had said in the last podcast when we were talking about metal energy I just always get this visual when we talk about Dway of sitting on a porch by a lake because you need that reflective lake and trees like the leaves falling into the lake right it's just that kind of end of the season so this it's interesting you forgot the guy well, that's right. Well, I'm I'm sitting on that porch or a guy, old guy. Yeah. The, um, Laura the sage is sitting on the porch. I'm sitting on the porch. Yes, reflecting on whatever, you know, depending on what you've asked and the questions, et cetera, et cetera. But yes, and the visual of that, of those two trigrams together like that, just they gave me that. Yeah. And I really love that actually that you're expressing that there's a mutual beneficial relationship between mm-hmm. the great tree or wind and the lake that there is this reciprocal relationship. Because again, if you have a great tree or the wind, it's moving and the lake is very still. So even though they may seem like opposite energies, they're actually mutually beneficial and supporting each other without having to do anything. Again, mm-hmm. it's, it's about that ease. And, and it actually kind of ties back to how you were talking about pumpkins and chrysanthemums. It's just working with what you're given mm-hmm. instead of trying to find something to grow in your garden that's not going to grow easily. Mm -hmm. Instead, why don't you have something in front of your home or eat something that is already in abundance at this time? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the message. How can we see what we have an abundance of at this time? And how can we minimize our effort and just use what we have? Yeah. And both of those, both Shun and Dwei are both yin, right? So there's that softness there too. So finding ease, I say, embrace it, bring in some of that, embrace the solar term right now and go to your local farmer's market stand, go get some pumpkins, some gourds. If you live in a place where there's pomegranates, God bless you, go get some pomegranates because they're delicious at this time of year and celebrate the bounty of what has been given to you, but find ease with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, also, I really love that you brought up chrysanthemums because most people who regularly listen know that I study Japanese flower arranging. And part of the practice is to work with flowers that are seasonal. And so chrysanthemums are related to this time in the fall. In fact, you're not 
supposed to really use them mm -hmm. at a different time of the year. And now that you know we, we're in a modern world and I have the New York flower market, we can get a lot of things maybe at different times they're flown in. But again, like, why do we have to work with something that is flown in, that's more expensive, that's more difficult? Even the act of going to the store and looking for something that's not in season mm -hmm. is already creating more difficulty for you. So mm -hmm. why not just go to your farmer's market or go out to your garden? Or in my case, I'm in New York City, so I go to the store and why not see what is available and abundant and work with that and give yourself some ease instead of trying to go out of your way and go out into the world with this plan of what you want, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I really want to get a strawberry. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, it's not strawberry season no. anymore, right? Yes. And I like that. And while you were talking, I actually thought of it connects with an adjustment that we have in BTB, which is transcendental, but the essence of it, you could say we could communicate is to find joy, which is Dway, right? Which is that area of, of as well as connected with, again, this, all this, and this time of year, go and get yourself a bouquet of chrysanthemums and put them in the center of your home, you know, go pick a color. Chrysanthemums aren't everyone's favorite flower because they're big and they, but you can get some really beautiful ones. You can get some really beautiful chrysanthemums and they're accessible at this time of year, colorful, and they last a very long time. So go out, bring that in with the intention of really visualizing that you're going to like sit on your porch mentally and reflect on what's been going on. <laughs> and you don't have to get a chrysanthemum plant. Mm -hmm. a potted chrysanthemum you can just get cut chrysanthemums so then you don't have to worry about it being big and taking up too much space and it and yes they are very sturdy mm -hmm. and so they'll last a while but one thing i'll say to bring in more ease with our suggestion for october besides going and finding some chrysanthemums let's have you add a bit more ease by you know, either going out into your garden, going to the store, going to the farmer's market with the idea that you'll get chrysanthemums, but don't go out thinking you're, you're going to get a particular color. Mm. Just see what color comes up, what mm -hmm. color is available, what color is there and what color that you're attracted to. Mm -hmm. And don't go in with a preconceived notion. And then if you go out and you go to wherever place you went to go look and they don't have chrysanthemums, also, you can be okay with getting what else is there. <laughs> so, so we want you to be f flexible and look, think about like, how can I bring more ease? How can I see what's abundant right now and really enjoy that? Buy a pumpkin or, or buy a, gourd. a pumpkin. <laughs> or so a pumpkins gourd. or, or chrysanthemums or see what is available. Mm -hmm. And then we're, you know what, we're going to keep it simple for you and make it very easy. Mm -hmm. Embrace what's there. Yes. So I love that. Can, you know what else I love? I love pumpkin pie. Oh, I make a really good pumpkin pie. Okay. You're gonna I make a lot of pie. I have, I'm like a pie maker extraordinaire, mm -hmm. if I do say so myself. I'm a no pie maker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pie. And I don't like You're a pie, pie eater. Pie. Well, pie actually, eater? I only really like pumpkin pie. I don't oh, like okay. pies. I'm not a sweets person. Okay. Pumpkin mm -hmm. pie is awesome. It's delicious. Yeah. Well, so we hope that everyone enjoys their October and really allows themselves to feel abundant 
and feel generous without having to feel overwhelmed and keeping things really easeful. That's the word of the month, okay? And we'd love if you, actually, if you are on Instagram, you can follow us and, and maybe hashtag October Chief Forecast or something and show us pi pictures of your your pumpkins, your pumpkin pies, and your chrysanthemums. Laura, you should definitely share that. Yeah, okay. That's your I'll October, October right. easeful month share. I will. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new episode. We would love if you share our podcast with others, subscribe, leave a review, and we would be so excited if you joined our mailing list. You can find a link to join our mailing list by scrolling down to the show notes on whatever podcast app you're listening to, or you can visit us at mindfuldesignschool.com. And we have special events and workshops and classes and challenges only for our newsletter subscribers. You can also find us on Instagram at Mindful Design School. If you'd like to explore feng shui on an even deeper level, check out our certification course. Laura and I teach feng shui certification practitioners course with a limited amount of students, 15 per cohort, and we only do it twice a year. So we'd love to see you in class sometime. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.